One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, and welcome to Voices from the Battlefield, part of Waterloo Remembered. This extract comes from an anonymous French source and relates the French perspective of the battles of Ligny and Quatre-Bras. Although anonymous, it is dated Paris 21st of June 1815, and the source itself comes from a detailed account of the battles of Quatre-Bras, Ligny and Waterloo, preceded by a short relation of events attending the temporary revolution of 1815 in France. The book was published in Edinburgh in 1816, and was by Nicholson Bain. The account begins. On the morning of the 16th, the army occupied the following position. The left wing, commanded by the Marshal Duke of Elsingen, and consisting of the 1st and 2nd Corps Infantry, and the 2nd of Cavalry, occupied the positions of Frasnay. The right wing, commanded by Marshal Grouchy, composed of the 3rd and 4th Corps of Infantry, and 3rd Corps of Cavalry, occupied the heights in the rear of Fleurus. The Emperor's headquarters were at Charlois, where were the Imperial Guard and the 6th Corps. The left wing had orders to march upon Quatre-Bras, and the right upon Sombref. The Emperor advanced to Fleurus with his reserve. The columns of Marshal Grouchy, being in march, perceived, after having passed Fleurus, the enemy's army, commanded by Field Marshal Blücher, occupying with its left, the heights of the mill of Boussy, the village of Sombref, and extending its cavalry a great way forward on the road to Namur. Its right was at Saint-Armand, and occupied that large village in great force, having before it a ravine which formed its position. The emperor reconnoitred the strength and the positions of the enemy, and resolved to attack immediately. It became necessary to change front, the right in advance, and pivoting, upon Fleurus. General Von Damme marched upon Saint-Armand, General Girard upon Ligny, and Marshal Grouchy upon Sombref. The 4th Division of the 2nd Corps, commanded by General Girard, marched in reserve behind the corps of General Von Damme. The guard was drawn up on the heights of Fleurus, as well as the Serassiers of General Milho. At three in the afternoon, these dispositions were finished. The division of General Le Folle, forming part of the corps of Vandamme, was first engaged and made itself master of Saint-Armand. 
whence it drove out the enemy at the point of the bayonet. It kept its ground during the whole of the engagement, at the burial ground and steeple of saint Armand, but that village, which is very extensive, was the theatre of various combats during the evening. The whole corps of General Vandamme was there engaged, and the enemy there fought in considerable force. General Girard, placed as a reserve to the corps of General Vandamme, turned the village by its right, and fought there with his accustomed valour. The respective forces were supported on both sides by about fifty pieces of cannon each. On the right, General Girard came into action with the 4th Corps at the village of Ligny, which was taken and retaken several times. Marshal Grouchy, on the extreme right, and General Pajol fought at the village of Sombref. The enemy showed from eighty to 90,000 men and a great number of cannons. At seven o'clock we were masters of all of the villages situate on the bank of the ravine, which converted the enemy's position, which covered the enemy's position, but he still occupied, with all his masses, the heights of the mill of Boussy. The Emperor returned with his guard to the village of Ligny. General Girard directed General Pochot to debauch with what remained of the reserve, almost all of the troops having been engaged in that village. Eight battalions of the guard debouched with fixed bayonets, and behind them four squadrons of the guard, the Serassiers of General Durlo, those of General Milho, and the Grenadiers of the Horse Guards. The old guard attacked with the bayonet the enemy's columns, which were on the heights of Boussy, and in an instant covered the field of battle with dead. The squadron of the guard attacked and broke a square, and the Serassiers repulsed the enemy in all directions. At half-past nine o'clock we had forty pieces of cannon, several carriages, colours and prisoners, and the enemy sought safety in a precipitate retreat. At ten o'clock the battle was finished, and we found ourselves masters of the field of battle. General Ludzow, a partisan, was taken prisoner. The prisoners assure us that Field Marshal Blücher was wounded. The flower of the Prussian army was destroyed in this battle. Its loss could not be less than fifteen thousand men. Ours was 3,000 killed and wounded. On the left, Marshal Ney had marched on Catra Bras with a division, which cut in pieces an English corps which was stationed there, but being attacked by the Prince of Orange with 25,000 men, partly English, partly Hanoverians, in the pay of England, he retired upon his position at Frasnay. There a multiplicity of combats took place. The enemy obstinately endeavoured to force it, but in vain. The Duke of Elshingen, waited for the first corps, which did not arrive till night. He confined himself to maintaining his position. In a square attacked by the 8th Regiment of Serassiers, the colours of the 69th Regiment of English Infantry fell into our hands. The Duke of Brunswick was killed. The Prince of Orange was wounded. We are assured that the enemy had many personages and generals of note killed or wounded. We estimate the loss of the English at from four to 5,000 men. On our side, it was very considerable. It amounts to 4,200 killed or wounded. The combat ended with the approach of night. Lord Wellington then evacuated Catrebra and proceeded to Genappe. In the morning of the 17th, the Emperor repaired to Catrebra, whence he marched to attack the English army. He drove it to the entrance of the forest of Soignes with the left wing and the reserve. The right wing advanced by Sombref in pursuit of Field Marshal Blücher, which was going towards Vavre where he appeared to wish to take a position. 
At 10 o'clock in the morning, the English army occupied Mont Saint-Jean with its centre and was in position before the forest of Soignier. It would have required three hours to attack. We were therefore obliged to postpone till the next day. The headquarters of the Emperor were established at a farm of Aulaine near Planche Noire. The rain fell in torrents. Thus the 16th, the left wing, the right and the reserve were equally engaged at a distance of about two leagues. That was an anonymous French account of the battles of Catrebras and Ligny, taken from Nicholas Bain's 1816 book, a detailed account of the battles of Catrebras, Ligny and Waterloo. Stay tuned to The Napoleonicist, where more instalments of the Voices from the Battlefield series will be released throughout the day. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.